This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Hey guys, it's time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter, here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in the sunny beachy neighborhood of Pittsburgh, PA. We're ready to talk tech with you guys. We got the crew with us here, first of all, on the couch from Big Bank International Esquire, the gadget guru over there, John Chichilla, sir. I didn't know which one of us you were going to be talking about first. Well, How's it going tonight? Well, starting with you, of course. Chilla starts before crazy. <laughs> CHCR. Okay, I can, I can, I can align that. And it's crazy with the K's. Oh, that's true too. <laughs> also, with us, speaking of the crazy with the K's, it is Crazy Kraus, Ron Kraus. Hello. Also, also dealing with technical, techno, technological thingamabobs over at Big Bank International Esquire. Yes, sir. We didn't have to brand protect you this year, this week. Uh, yes, so, no brand protection. Issue. No, 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 no blue sweat, blue uh, shirt that's uh, messing up the white balance on all my my cameras over here. I appreciate that, sir. You're welcome. Thank you guys for joining us. A big Google News Day, of course. Um, a lot of going on here, a lot of stories. Uh, so let's get into it. First of all, please go check us out at awesomecast.com, uh, where uh, you can uh, check out past episodes. And the like, and uh, find out where to subscribe to us and rate us on your favorite podcast app and video versions on Facebook and YouTube. Email us at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com. That's where you can get at Producer Missy if you're interested in advertising on the show or if you're interested in joining us here in, as our live studio audience. Um, please hit us up, awesomecast, on the tweeters as well. And, uh, and like I said, on the Facebook page where we go live here every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you to our streaming partners at RiversPGH.com, carrying us Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, and the 405Media.com that carries us weekdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern Time. We have some other partners we'll be throwing in there very, very soon. Uh, also, uh, if you are catching us here on the Tuesday night on one of our Sorgatron Media streaming partners, um, whether the, the the Periscope or the Twitch or anything like that, if you want to be part of the chat room be part of the conversation please head on over to the facebook page uh for awesome cast and join us there in the chat room that is the chat room that we are keeping an eye on uh right now um also thank you to our patreon supporters at patreon.com slash awesome cast including our friends at the coffee club five dollar level matt weller and john diggy DeGore. And at the fan of the show, dollar level, uh, our long, long time Patreon supporter, uh, Michael Fedor. Thank you so much, Mike, for uh, uh, being a part of this and everybody that's supporting the show and helping to keep the lights on for us. Sun's already gone, man. We were like two minutes into the show. We just would have waited, right? Perfect. Time. Anyways, oh, look at that white balance. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> anyways, being the video producer here during this podcast. But, anyways, um, so let's get into it with our awesome things of the week. Ron Krause, what's your awesome thing, sir? My awesome thing, because I am an Android guy after all, 
is um, the new Stadia is coming. Um, now, granted, it's got a lot of lots to prove yet, but the concept is very interesting. So essentially, they're looking, they're doing, you know, video gaming anywhere, anytime. As long as you have a Chrome browser, it's supposed to work. This is this is the culmination of you know what we've talked about it you know for years with your on live it's streaming, um it, it's it's going to be coming off of the Google servers right essentially yes um so we were looking at a little bit of the uh, the abbreviated version of of the presentation um so so it, it, they're going to have a controller it, it's going to be integrated with things like YouTube where you're watching say uh, they're showing like an Assassin's Creed video and you hit play <laughs> and it loads up in your browser instantly. You can save states, bring it over to your Android device, and of course, this can be a little bit. This is like a really, really hype video with lots of words. <laughs> but anyways, they say they're going to be streaming at 4K at 60 frames per second HDR. Well, that's all about behind the coming device. Soon. Yeah, right. What's that? It's all about the device. It, yeah. It'll be tailored to the device you happen to be using at that time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going to get 8K on your you know three year old android phone but mm-hmm. but the idea is truly play anywhere game this is the nirvana everybody's been waiting for right? absolutely absolutely depending on how much this costs per month per year how much <laughs> do i know we don't have any of that information do, do I pay yet for games is it subscription based yeah there's a lot of unanswered the questions. one very interesting thing is that controller and i'm i Probably in that article I sent you, Mike. I think there's um, there's a picture of it. It's Wi-Fi connected controller, so it's connecting essentially directly back to directly to the server to the server. So yes, so 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 we were talking about that. Like if you if you're plugging a controller, like I guess that's another level of latency, right? But that controller like IPs right into whatever server. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) supposedly. What'll be interesting is if you can use the assistant button mm-hmm. and say, play this on my Chromecast on XYZ TV. Why couldn't you do it on a Chromecast? In theory, you could. In mm-hmm. theory, you could. And I believe they mentioned that did in it? one of the articles oh, I read. They? Yes. So, ideally, you're telling me that anything I have a Chromecast connected to, any television I have a Chromecast connected to, I could play. I could just turn it into a console, basically. That's and the as idea. long as you have the bandwidth. I, I obviously right, uh, but you know, if you're, I mean, in a FiOS customer kind of situation, you know, uh, I mean, how many, how many, you know, hunt, you know, what, what was a gigabit internet uh, providers are, are if you're this this is for our city folk that have access to this, basically. So, um, but but still, I, I it's probably if you have lower. For say HD gaming is probably perfectly adequate for the rest of us. Well, look at the way we watch a YouTube video, right? Mm-hmm. I can I can stream a YouTube video pretty much anywhere mm-hmm. at pretty decent quality. Yeah, and let's be honest too. You can pause that video, pick it up on the way home. You know, you watch it on your PC while you're at work if it's not blocked. And they, you know, <laughs> pick it up halfway through and finish it at home. You're blocking the gaming uh, streaming services at work and everything. Yeah. So, it, so it, it, it looks like you know, at least ideally, they say they're going to launch this year. They're going to have more during the summer, which I imagine that's going to be an E3 
presentation. No, I would think it's going to be their event. I. Their event? Their I.O. event. Yeah. Oh, of course. I.O. That makes more sense. Yeah. That, they, they'll hold this. Everybody for... seems to be dropping out of E3. Yeah. E3's... Why would they show up? Yeah. Yeah. If they've never been there before, why would they show up? Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, this is interesting. We've we've seen them kind of playing with this. If anybody's got the horsepower to do something like this on the back end in the cloud, is uh, is these guys? Amazon's supposedly also talking about doing this. We know Microsoft's in the works of mm-hmm. it. Uh, PlayStation already has something to this effect uh, with their services. So I mean, this is this is the next generation, guys. And don't forget what John said earlier before we get went on the air. You know, keep in mind. Google has a past. Mm-hmm. They will drop things. Yeah, will this go the way of Reader or or, go- or Inbox? In- <laughs> All right, pour one out for Inbox. It's going down, <laughs> down this week. It's the thing that helped me. But no, but it's always something you have to keep in the back of your mind, though. You know what I mean? It has happened before. So again, that whole how much is this going to cost? What is our investment in this? Yeah. going to be and that's a bigger thing if, if if this is like you're dropping 40 dollars for an assassin's creed which that's again that's another question of is this going to be a service situation which i feel like is more digestible for something like this that does not have the same you know yeah it's google and google's not going anywhere but we don't we can't say the same about their individual services you know, i've heard some people on a couple other podcasts talking about these service <laughs> oh oh there's a we'll talk about why something just went off here but uh, there's i've heard some people talking about those services i forget at the moment their name escapes me where you essentially rent an online gaming pc mm-hmm. and it's like a 20 dollar a month <laughs> charge and it's always on and you can have so much hard drive space things like that so is this going to become that where it's okay you can play any game you want to play but you're going to pay a monthly fee and then do you have to buy the game on top of it It, it's going to be interesting to see how it all goes but it's very cool technology and that's what we talk about i think it's going to depend on the the game manufacturers and are they going to buy in (laughs) and develop to this uh potter tiny share podcast out there says also think youtube music google music youtube red youtube tv yeah 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 (laughs) Google, the shine on Google is kind of going away these days. You know, it, it's hard to get excited about things anymore because of their latest track records, right? Um, so, I mean, it, it's Google has really become the like, hey, that's cool, but I know Google, you've done me dirty in the past, yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't, you know, how does that apply? You know, where we were saying, oh, what about Reader? What about Allo? What about this? So. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, Chilla, what's your awesome thing? My awesome thing is Microsoft made an announcement today. I'm always interested in what's going on between the, the Teams and Slack race. Mm-hmm. Microsoft is bringing eight new features to Teams as the web page doesn't render. Um, they're bringing eight new features to Teams, um, including some DLP controls for enterprise which i thought was interesting you can actually limit like it'll pick up that someone put a credit card number or account number in there and it'll block that from being shared out with the other participants in the chat Um, they're doing some integration with microsoft whiteboard which i've actually been really impressed with i have whiteboard on my 
iOS device on my Windows device. It's it's pretty nice to use, and it is like a little miniature whiteboard anywhere you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they're giving the ability to instantly stream with up to ten thousand attendees. Jeez, um, ten thousand. Ten thousand. Um, live. So ca- goodbye, WebEx. Yeah, live captions are coming soon. Um, so when you, I think we've seen this before, right? Where Microsoft can instantly close caption any of the content that you're presenting, as well as transition or translate that into a number of other uh, languages. The thing that I'm interested in is the custom backgrounds. Um, so they're going to use intelligent technology with your video stream to do background replacement, including you can put your company logo in there. You can put where I think this would be interesting, right? Is even for, for a podcast like this to be able to do background replacement for everybody in the chat, no matter where they're at with like the awesome cast logo behind them. Mm-hmm. But that was a pretty cool concept. And then they have some other stuff, secure private channels, uh, intelligent capture. So you, if you point your, point your webcam at a, uh, a normal everyday whiteboard, it can grab the text off of it, grab the content off of it and digitize it. So some pretty cool stuff coming. Um, the one thing I, I thought was really cool was they actually showed someone writing on a whiteboard and it kind of made that person almost see through transparent. Yeah, I, I don't know it. if you saw that. Yeah, video. I saw that on there. They're almost transparent and it's figuring out, what's where as they move back and forth across the whiteboard to, to keep the whiteboard consistent, regardless of who's standing in mm-hmm. front of it, which I thought was pretty neat. So a lot of really interesting, like, you know, machine, the machine work, you know, Oh, we woke somebody up. <laughs> it's too many that devices. That's your watch. <laughs> but, uh, no, that, that's stuff, stuff that I don't imagine Slack to get to. I mean, this is just Microsoft kind of putting the weight of their computing power behind them, isn't it? Which yeah. is kind of the trend for today, isn't it? Well, yeah. Think about computing power. The ability to subtitle a live meeting in like multiple, on the fly yeah. in multiple languages. You want to talk mm-hmm. about the computing horsepower needed to actually pull that off. Absolutely. And Potter is saying it's good to hear it since uh, their work is getting rid of uh, Skype for Business for Teams, which I'm sure they're pushing everybody to. Yeah, that seems to be the cloud transition is one of the things teams didn't have everything that Skype for Business had before. So as teams catches up and they port over all the Skype for Business type stuff, Mm -hmm. teams continues to get new capability and pick up all the existing Skype capability. And sooner or later, they will sunset Skype for Business from a cloud perspective. Mm -hmm. Time will tell what happens to the on-premise versions. There is no team on-premise, and they recently released Skype for Business 2019 for on-premise implementation. So we'll see what happens there. Be interesting to see what happens there. Well, I'm going to go with Google with mine, and um, they. Uh, so we, we both Missy and I got emails because both of us have Google One accounts. It's a Google Drive, and uh, we both got free Google Homes. Wow. And it's blinking at you. This one's an... Uh, it is blinking at me. It's, it's, it's an aqua. It looks like it would go perfectly in like a bathroom. Actually, it's the same color as my sink in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> it looks gray. <laughs> What's that? Is it just the lighting? It looks no, gray. No, it's more green. Yeah, it's uh, a little more green tinted. Yeah. yeah, it's a little more green. 
So so we have like three of these, and we don't have internet at home. <laughs> we 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 don't. What so we have? Sorry, I can't do that. We Mike. have internet to this office, this office room that we are in now, and we have three of these. But the cool thing is, you can uh, group them together into a speaker cluster. So when I say, "Hey, mm-hmm, yeah, um, you know, play some music on Office," it will play it across both speakers in here. A third one, if Missy over opens hers, <laughs> she re- she's gonna <laughs> resell Producer hers Missy. on eBay. Did you see the look? Oh, I know. I I'm saw the I can look. F- no, no, no. I can feel. The she's look. gonna tether it. She's gonna tether to her phone at home and not let you use it. <laughs> That's a, we had considered it right because i know she's been playing with like the morning routines and everything uh since she re- you know read the, the the latest stuff on our boxes and, and things like that um but officially yeah this these are emails that have been going out to people that um that that, that do the uh two two terabyte um edition of uh google one which we both have a terabyte because we have a lot of stuff up there um so yeah we're paying like ten dollars a month for stuff like that so it was kind of a nice little surprise. Like she got an email, and I'm like, "Wait, wait, you're getting one? Wait, why am I? I've had this forever." And then, I, like the next like day, I got an email, and then they yeah. both showed up like Monday. So does was... that mean there's a new model coming out next week? Yeah, no, for sure, <laughs> yeah, for exactly. sure. They're, they're, Fire they're sale. clearing out the old stock. By the way, if you still have Nexus Sevens out there, Google, I'd love some of those too. I have one, and I still like mine. I know, me too. Did you have something to say, producer Missy? Oh, I was just going to confirm that, yes, there was some, definitely some jealousy when I said, ooh, I'm getting a Google Home. Because <laughs> <laughs> he did. He turned around. He's like, how are you getting that? Where, 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 what are you where doing with that? that? How are you getting from? it for free? Like, what's, is that a scam? <laughs> well, yeah, because how many, like, is this a scam emails have we had conversations about in the last week? <laughs> oh, dear God. That's <laughs> it seems actually, like you're getting them, like, every other day. Actually, speaking of scams, I got a phone call today. Uh-oh. It was a very weird female voice, obviously a recording, mm-hmm. telling me that there was a problem with my Verizon account. Please press one. Oh, no. So I immediately hung up the phone and ca- dialed 611. I just imagined a, no, said, no, 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 <laughs> no. And, and, and calling the guy on the phone was like, why, yes, Mr. Krause. No, there is no problem. I see here you pay your bill regularly. But just keep it a mind out there. Mm-hmm. If anybody gets a phone call, the the actual caller ID came up Verizon. But you know the Verizon lady voice? You know, yeah. there's that voice. Mm-hmm. It was not that voice. And it, just something inside my brain was like, there's just something that doesn't sound right here. And so I called and, you know, called directly in and said, okay, what's going on here? And they're mm-hmm. like, nope, that wasn't us. <laughs> so just be aware out there, folks. Jeez. Well, anyways, well, you learned. You learned from the history of your phone calls and your Verizon. And, and guys, sometimes uh, those who do not learn history are doomed, doomed to repeat it. And that's why we have our good friend, Professor Buzzkill, who's had a very big day, apparently. Our friend Professor Buzzkill out there um, um, had a, a really big. Uh, 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 I think he hit. He hit a goal. Did he hit his goal, uh, producer Messi? I did get the text updates. He was counting me down as we were getting closer and closer to the goal, and we have surpassed it. Okay. So he just made a nice announcement on Twitter that that we've beat 
a download record for the day. There you go. Professor Buzzkill, he's making history fun. Uh, the latest uh, uh, edition about Jesse James and the Civil War. Uh, Irish Things That Are Actually British was one of his latest uh, episodes as well. Uh, we got to go hang out with him on uh, Sunday, actually, and film some stuff for his fat- Patreon page. A friend of the network, a friend to history, uh, the Internet's favorite professor, <laughs> he goes by. Go check him out, ProfessorBuzzKill.com, and uh, listen to uh, the latest editions and a great back catalog, if you like history, uh, over there for uh, uh, his podcast, ProfessorBuzzKill.com. Also, we were listening to it on Google Home. That works, too. <laughs> it is too easy these days. So um, loving that. So go check him out, ProfessorBuzzKill.com. A good friend of the show and the network here at The Awesome Cast. All right, we have a few stories that you guys have submitted over on The Awesome Cast uh, Facebook page. Man, some of these caught up on me. I, I didn't realize how much was going into this, so bear with me. Chris Chris Whitlash, holy crap, you have a lot going on this week. <laughs> so um, where do we want to start? Do you, uh, actually, are you guys in this? Any, any you want to talk about first before we get into it? I've had air snuck out there. Yeah, that was a that was a surprise drop. I'm, it's it's like we're getting news every day, right? Yesterday it was new iPads. Mm-hmm. Today it's new processors and cheaper storage upgrades for I think uh, MacBook Airs and MacBook or iMacs maybe. Oh really? Yeah, they they dropped some new. I wouldn't necessarily say it's new form factors, but they're definitely upgrades and cheaper upgrades for certain certain devices so um, are we going to get something new every day up until the march 25th (laughs) announcement is my question because i heard expect a new ipod touch tomorrow really wow Wow. when's the last time they did an ipod touch it's been a long time this announcement they have must be something they really want people focused on if they're releasing all this hardware stuff Mm mm-hmm What's the? It's the news. It's the streaming media. It's yep. what you're, it's going to be the different way that you watch TV now that you you're changing over to Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and your... I, I feel like when they do one of these laser focused presentations, they want to clear the runway mm-hmm. of anything that could detract. From their announcement. From their so own, if you're expecting iPads stuff. and you're so like crush it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, if you're if you knew you know you're getting an iPad around this time of year, we're not gonna put that in the, the March twenty fifth announcement. Right. We're gonna We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about it. It came, it went, it was that's so Been last there, week. Done that, had a, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. And I, I just have a feeling that they're they're saying that in the latest iOS beta that dropped the support for the the air power is in there, so I'm wondering will we see that ahead of next wow. week or shortly thereafter? I, I feel like it's going to be like six days of Apple quiet announcements before <laughs> we hit this just huge. I'll be interested to see how they handle next week. I don't know. That was one from Dave Podner out there of Tiny Share Podcast. His note on this is those sneaky people at Apple. Um, let's see. Uh, I'll say Chris Whitlatch actually uh, uh, dropped several in here. Google Maps platform adds uh, new styles and uh, gameplay options for mobile games. Uh, he also notes uh, uh, Google unveiled a platform a year ago that enabled game developers to create location-based games based on its Google Maps technology. 
And now the company has just unveiled new options for the art styles and gameplay just ahead of the Game Developers Conference. And this is uh, going into the article. Uh, this was talking about how these, these tools, I believe, were used to make games like the Jurassic Park Alive or Jurassic World Alive game. That is, you know, their, you know, their Pokemon Go of catching dinosaurs that I think were some of us playing it here on the show. I've never played that. I remember trying like, the, the Ghostbusters one out. Like Doug or somebody was. But yeah. I never played I know, the... I know somebody. Oh, I think Matt Carlin's was playing the Jurassic Park game, actually. Um, so uh, th- those are moving ahead. Again, just, just Google with more gaming uh, things going on. Uh, let's see. He's got an article in here. I'll leave you guys to read uh, about uh, uh, playing games can build 21st century skills from research. And uh, this was this was a kind of a cool one. Uh, there was one about how retailers like Disney are actively engaging customers with uh, with AR, augmented reality. Uh, we talked a little bit about Lego, like how how like when I went to the Lego store, they had the camera. You hold up the box and it shows you the set. Right. It, it looks like it's kind of more or less stuff like that. Um, they, they talk about a couple of things that happen in store, but one of them that I've actually had to experience from this article that uh, Chris Whitlatch uh, uh, shares with us. Um, have you guys been to the the theater and the Nuvi app pops up at the beginning where you can load an app and play like a space battle game? I have not seen that. So they, this is something that Disney Disney's actually worked with. Uh, apparently none of the theaters around here um, they, in partnership with uh, National Cinema, Cinemedia um, they created a pre-show augmented reality game based on Wreck-It Ralph as well. And again, this is one of those things where you load up the app, they have a you know some sound effects in the background up on the screen, and then like a full game, uh, you know you 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 get to play a full game. I played a racing game one time because uh, I knew it was coming. Like I saw the thing in the in the uh, in the like they actually had like a little display for it um, out in the in the lobby, and I was like, oh okay, you know I downloaded it one time. It probably lasts a, like a minute or two, um, but it's funny. It, it 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 focuses in on the screen in your theater or whatever size that is, and you know on your phone. Uh, so uh, oh, this is cool. It, it, it's it's I mean it's very gimmicky, for sure. It's a very quick play game, but again, then you can upload the scores and 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 do the whole thing right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know it's connected to your Facebook or whatever, and you can see if any of your friends played played in the theater too. So uh, it, and that's the kind of stuff that like are being actively used in augmented reality. <coughs> so um, and of course it's going to be, you know, media, you know, display stuff like that, especially around theaters. So um, also, I don't know anything else you guys want to ch- touch on in here in the uh, user submitted. Smart. Check. I see Netflix is uh, doing their follow up to Bandersnatch. It's going to be bare. Bear, bear grills. What's that guy's name? The survival show. It's a survival show. You versus wild. It'll put you in control of a survival. The survival host into a viewer's hands. (laughs) So Riz, Riz notes on this. Do you either drink pee or drink pee? So, uh, (laughs) although the whole ninja thing, seriously, a million dollars to play a video game. Hey, if everybody's paying attention to it, and now with Google, <laughs> you can oh, hit play, yeah. and it'll work. So that's all. That's going to be even even bigger of a deal, right? Because if you're going to, okay, so EA reportedly paid Ninja a million dollars to play Apex Legends. Um, so 
it's just uh, one game, one round. Just for uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doug Doug Dura is saying uh, from shouldidrinkthat.com and Yinsla Barbecue. Uh, that's a large amount, even for Ninja. He acknowledged to CNN in December that he was making uh, five hundred thousand dollars per month more more on a good month, but that's a split between Twitch, YouTube, and sponsorships. And here he got a million dollars just to play a little bit of Apex Legends. John, we're in the wrong business. <laughs> you didn't get good at games, man. That's right. That's why. Why do you think we're poking at Twitch over here? Come on. <laughs> uh, but uh, but that's where we're at. And again, like like look at that. Like that that encourages people to get on that game. They're just they're just rolling out there. I mean, look at the growth that game has had. Right. Um. You know, kind of uh, outpacing or in pace with uh, Fortnite in growth. Uh, they're releasing their first game pass, which is going to turn into $20. big money for them. You know, with, you know, the percentage of those people are going to shell out the money for that. We know they do from looking at Fortnite. Um, and then on top of that, you know, what would you say? Uh, uh, the Call of Duty Mobile they yeah. unveiled, which looks that looked like, that looked really cool. And it actually like the old Nuke Town, like it yeah, brought yeah. back. It brought back like the nostalgia memories of oh I want to pick this up and play. It's a freemium. It's going to be like a Fortnite freemium ish, right? Uh, so it is going to be. I thought you had to buy the game, so you don't have no, to. No, no, I think it's free to play. The thing I saw today it was going to be free, free okay. to play on your phone. So I mean, it's not going to be. I mean, all the guys that want to be precise Call of Duty players are going to bitch about that, but still, you know. Uh, but it's got the boat level, the Duke Town level. I recognize a couple other levels in there. It's got some of the blackout modes from the newer. Black Ops, um, I, I you know, I I get my ass kicked if I boot up that that Black Ops that came with my Xbox One. I'm not going to bother with it, but man, I might jump into this. Yeah, it when can't it's hard to try. And I'm one. I'm rethinking the whole Ninja gets paid a million. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we see those values double, triple with the Google where it plays right into it you now now anything i'm watching anyone play i can automatically start up and play along yeah and how much of a cut do you think they give him mm-hmm. for people that click the play button you know yeah, like hey man, based on him hey let's jump in play a game yeah click a button you know heck even if it was one percent oh so 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 think about that too and i know we're going back to the google strategy thing (laughs) um but there was a part in there where you can these save states that you could do they talk about how you can save your state like in assassin's creed pick up on your your uh android and and pick up where you left off right and even using the same controller let's say you just swap screens um (laughs) you can you can take those late save links turn it into a link send that link to somebody and have them pick up where you are in the game you just bitly linked a spot in the game. A precise a moment. A precise moment in a, in game. a game. Hey, guys, if you want to I wonder if play, you can rewind that. Like, if you... So, if you click that link and play, and you're like, oh, I want to go back to that so, spot. So, imagine you this. You just click the link Maybe again? not an Apex Legend, but let's say another more, like, single-player game that doesn't have a lot Assassin's going on. Assassin's Creed. Let's say Assassin's Creed. You're a ninja. You're, you're a badass ninja game player, right? Um, and you're, you, you have this, this sequence that un- unveils is really a badass sequence that only he could get put you in the position to do and be like, Hey, you want to be like in my shoes moments before this really badass thing happens in the game. Uh, here's, you the set, right. here's the state. Let's see how you deal with this. 
It's an interesting theory. Obviously, it would be tied to your like gamer account. Not You've already his. bought the game. You've already bought the game, right? You already pay for the service. There mm-hmm. is no buying, or mm-hmm. maybe there is no buying games. We don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Either way, you're you're bought into it, but that's a new experience that you can have. With that. Even the idea of like a speed run, mm-hmm. like okay, I did this level in X amount of time, and then Ninja provides his link. Mm-hmm. Let's see what you can do. And then maybe it has some kind of uh, scoreboard feature, or no, you could post it to YouTube. Yo, you post your results to YouTube. You know, that's it's definitely it's, an interesting idea. Riz also Riz has also uh, shared one in here. Uh, there was an article on Kotaku about um, what's on my old Dreamcast memory card in 2019. Somebody dug up their old like the VMU, and and, and Riz knows this. If you're being real here, Dreamcast was an amazing thing. Remember, this was like the first one that was Dreamcast was running on Microsoft's Windows CE, right? Mm-hmm. It was, um, you know, the first, you know, I think one of the first one where it looked like it had like like Power VR, like some desktop, you know, graphics, you know, as part of it. But also those VMUs were those memory cards that had a screen on them. They looked like a miniature Game Boy. They were they were the little Tamagotchis, right? Like a lot of times you could. When that was supposed to be the thing that I don't I don't remember because I had a Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I wasn't a big uh, um, Final Fantasy person, mm-hmm. but that was the big promise: was you were going to be able to like train your character on the go. You were going to be able to do all these things mm-hmm. that I don't remember Why any game. Your console. I don't remember any game. I know, like, making I heard service. like Sonic Adventure. You could put your little character on there or something, right? But I think you just put it on there. It didn't do anything to your character. Where. Mm-hmm. The promise was because remember it had like an A and B button, mm-hmm. a little like directional. You were pad. supposed to, and a d- little directional pad. You were going to be able to play like mini games to level up your character and to do different things. And I, also, it did have a shortened life, so maybe it just did, they didn't roll anything out out with it yet. Yeah, that was remember, for there was Gen a Star 2. Wars game for that that I really liked that never came out. I don't think it came out for any other console mm. other than that. So that's just one of the big games. What I was played. the Star Wars game? can't remember it had like mace window you know like we a have a thing sc- called google ha- it was like half <laughs> side scroller half 3d um was it the episode one game i don't think so i think it's the clone wars or something but anyways well <laughs> hey there's there's one thing that i need to, to comment about yes star wars demolition the only thing that i cared about on dreamcast and i think that it actually did have some of the stuff with the little pad Shenmue. Shenmue, yes. Shenmue was big. And and Shenmue was in this article as well. Mm -hmm. um, Because there were like a lot of toys and things you would collect too. And uh, I can't remember what all it did with the VMU though. What what, what was it? Jedi Power Battles. Interesting. Yeah, that was one of those kind of oddball. They had so many random Star Wars games around that era. So it's probably around the time of the fighting game too, right? The powers, Battles of Terra Kai. Or whatever. I don't else. remember that one. It was it was a PlayStation One game, I think. But anyways, uh, so I want to give a shout out to our friends uh, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza right in here, in up the street from uh, our studio here in Beachview. Our friends at Slice on Broadway, as well as over at Carnegie, PA, East End, and PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, again helping us. Uh, we we come in here during the you know. The, the dinner the dinner time and we gotta get fueled up uh some of us coming in uh straight from work i believe 
so thank you so much to our friends over there at Slice on Broadway supporting our our energy levels and our stomachs here. Go check them out sliceonbroadway.com, pgh underscore slice on the Twitter, and let them know that the awesome cast sent you. All right, guys, what else do you want to touch on here in the uh, stories for this week? I'm leaving DirecTV now. Oh, no! That's not awesome! <laughs> well, actually, I think it's going to be awesome. So, as everybody probably already has heard a million times by now, but DirecTV is raising their prices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have decided that for the price raising, I can jump <laughs> bless you Sorry. to Hulu Plus Live TV for, I think it's $44 or $45.00. And then, you know, a lot of people will say, but wait, what about AMC and uh, uh, my zombie shows, you know, because mm-hmm. because my wife has to have her zombie Gotta get show. your zombie shows. So we can do AMC premiere for $5 a month. And so we're still at $50. We're at the $50 raise in the cap. But now that will also include all of the Hulu uh, original content. So to me, that's a much better system. So actually, well, unless suddenly Apple comes out mm-hmm. with some amazing thing. I don't think they're going to get the, I think they're going to have a bunch of content, but I don't think they're going to have a whole replacement, replacement with everybody. Service. No. Yeah. Well, so, but so for right now, it's uh, Hulu plus live TV for, for me. You know, goodbye, direct TV now. You were great while you lasted, but it's time to move on. And that's the whole idea behind cord cutting, right? Right, right. You can jump from one service to another and go where the the better price is. So that's what I'm going to do. Absolutely. Sorry, messing with the white balance on Chill over there. (laughs) (laughs) Am I Uh, sneezing through it off? Yeah, yeah. Apparently it did. We got you. You look look mostly the right color over there. Anyways, um, no. Mostly the right color. (laughs) (laughs) Um... No, yeah, I think you know that that makes a lot of sense. Um, and and you mentioned AMC, and that made me think about how much um, I, I recently jumped into Halt and Catch Fire again, uh-huh. season three. I didn't I didn't watch that show, so I will have to. Uh, four seasons are on Netflix. Okay, um, and I think there's only four seasons. Um, uh-huh. But it, it is um, in, in this in the in the season I'm in now. Um, they're pretty deep into a a chat company in 1986. Okay. <laughs> and just moved from Texas to California and they're kind of dealing with that whole. So it's like Silicon Valley but less funny. Okay. In in the 80s. Um so Very cool. It's it's if you like I lived through the 80s. Well, there you go. I and I did I grew up through the 80s. So you know, it's it's kind of cool to see like oh, this was the stuff that was happening when like I got a Nintendo. There's actually a, an episode where they got the Nintendo and for like one episode they're just playing Duck Hunt and talking about their problems. Oh, and, but it's cool. like, it, and, then, and then the next uh, like one, like it's them trying to beat Super Mario Brothers, yeah, <laughs> to the point where they break their television and then get a projection TV to be it with, yeah. you know, like the projection with the three lights in the panel that that pop up. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I had a friend that had one of those, like way after the fact. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, no, it, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's it's. I remember people talking about it when it first came out and uh, how representative it was. And uh, I, I thought it was a pretty cool, um, you know, look at things. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's super geeky. It's drama. It's, you know, an AMC drama. It's, it's There's a lot to it. And it got a lot of great actors in it. Oh, very cool. I'll have to so, check it out. Um, but, um, Chill, have you ever watched that? I have not. And it seems like it's right up your alley, too. 
but uh let's see uh so chilla tell me about angry birds so Ang- angry birds is and it sounds like from what i was reading angry birds actually has like an ar version for like the htc vive and a couple of the other headset type VR units. Okay, and this is just unveiling for just on my phone. The, yeah, so what they're doing is they're bringing it to iOS first, and it sounds like it will come to Android. This reminds me, do you remember the Apple thing where it was like iJustine with the iPad on two different sides of a table mm-hmm. and kind of knocking down each other's fortresses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This kind of reminds me of that same type of thing. It looks super cool. What I'm interested in also understanding is, can I rotate around that and play from different angles? It looks like you can, because I mean, it, it, like the movement-wise, we're seeing in one of these videos, like they're not they're not going all the way around, but you can see them moving around it a bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm sure there's like you can't get terribly close to it, but now this looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks it looks like it would be it would be one of those things where you could sit around a coffee table, mm-hmm. and and play with your friends at home. I pass think. the control. You know, Either, the or what will be interesting is what happens if you don't even have to pass the phone around, right? Oh, yeah. What happens if you play from your side and I play from my side? You play from your side and I play from mine. I, I don't know. It just seems like a, a very cool concept. That is a very cool concept. Where Angry Birds, I don't know, I, I get kind of bored with the side scroller, drag my finger, alter kind of, the angle which I'm gonna angle trajectory to play at. I don't know. It looks like a lot of fun. Angry Birds debuted on the iPhone ten years ago. We've been playing it for that long. Angry Birds is ten years old. I mean, I remember playing it on my first iPad. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That in the Back to the Future game. Back to the Future game. Oh, I still need to beat that on the Xbox. I think I'm in the fourth episode of it. So, anyways, um. Yeah, wow. No, I'm looking forward to that. This is coming out um, uh, late spring, so uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll be playing with that here a little bit in the studio. Um, let's see. Also in here, I know we had a couple gaming things. I see Halo Master Chief Collection is coming to the PC. Um, apparently as individual games. Now, I played Halo first on the PC myself, so I'm kinda, I, I kind of like to see this happening. But also kind of goes with Microsoft's kind of the PC is part of the Xbox universe <laughs> uh, situation that seems to be developing right here, right, Ron? Gaming everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's even going to be—it's going to be in the store, and it's going to be on Steam. Explicitly, it's going to be on Steam as well. So that's that's kind of cool. Um, Carmen San Diego. Speaking of games on on Google, um, there is a Carmen San Diego game on Google Earth that completely makes sense. That oh, that's completely awesome. makes sense. Hey, listen, guys, I played Carmen San Diego on the Nintendo. That is, do do, do you guys remember what Carmen say? Where in time was Carmen San Diego on the on the NES? I have to admit, I only really know about it because of my children. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so you're like late into it. So we're talking about how about how about when you're for your I don't know my birthday probably maybe Christmas I get a box and it has a Nintendo cartridge and get this. An encyclopedia. Wow. Like a mini encyclopedia 
that fits in, in, in you know a box like this big, right? Like the same size of a you know width and height of a, car, a Nintendo cartridge box. Okay. So basically, the entire game one is like pictures next to text. Entire game on your Nintendo wow. on my Nintendo with two buttons, right? Yeah. And I need to. The, the entire game was an exercise in cross-referencing in an encyclopedia. They would give you clues. You'd look it up in the encyclopedia, figure out what the cross-reference was for the answer. Hmm. Very I'm trying to remember. Did, it, did they have... Where did it first launch? Was it on Commodore 64? Oh, yeah. It was, on, it was like, a computer game first. I'm trying to think. I think that's where I first played it was... Like Commodore sixty four or two eighty six. I don't remember. I remember playing it. I just don't remember what I first played it on. And it's been different versions. Like yeah, yeah. Like the the, the geography one was a little more probably visual than <laughs> the one I played. You know, and uh, you know, it's it, it's kind of fun. But yeah, now you can uh, go on uh, Google Earth and play it. Uh, you can launch the Crown. They, they, Google partnered with the uh, Hof, Hofton Mifflin Harcourt to launch uh, the Crown Jewels Caper, first in a series of Carmen Sandiego games in Google Earth. It plays like the old Carmen Sandiego, Sandiego PC game here, according to The Verge. Um, visit different landmarks, talk to locals, and figure out uh, San Diego's next destination from their clues. Because remember, you've always just missed her wherever she was. Yeah. <laughs> and you just get clues to where she's going. Where but, she was headed next. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and then there was that wonderful game. Yes, also did you have Rockapella on it? <laughs> <laughs> that was the TV series. Um, uh, Alex Carr is out there is uh, is talking about, uh, oh yeah, I had a couple of those games for the Mac OS 9. <laughs> yes. Encyclopedia, yes, like the print version of the Wikipedia. Yes. Um, like before Encarta. Encarta. No, and Carter, how about Compton, Compton's Encyclopedia on the CDI? I had one of those in the library. That was a pretty big deal. Oh, boy. Uh, where are we with stuff here? Sorg. Yes. Tell me about Twitter's new Twitter app. Yeah, did you see this? Um, we're going old school with Twitter. We're taking the vowels out again, guys. Just like it's 2009 again. <laughs> so this is their new prototype app. Twitter. Twitter? Twitter? It's Twitter without the vowels. Right. And apparently you can sign up for this. I think it's Android first on this. Well, look at that. Surprise, surprise. And I'm sure it's because Apple has the limitation on how many people can be in a beta. Yeah, and they've been kind of enforcing that lately. <laughs> oh, wait, no. This looks like... Um, actually, this looks like this might be an iPhone version. Dang it. That is an iPhone in the picture. Yeah, that's, yeah, an, that's iPhone an iPhone in the picture. So it, 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 it's, it's not immediately looking to solve any problems or anything like that. So uh, it, it's they're going to be beta features in here, I guess. Um, tests out changes it wants to make to the product. For instance, the company wants to uh, experiment with ideas around status update fields and icebreakers as your uh, uh, pinned tweet to encourage conversations. So um, if you get in on this, you can download that and check out what they got coming up for it. I wonder how much stuff that gets prototyped here will see the light of day or will we see a lot of things in here that never make it to the mainstream? And, and, and they've been really kind of peculiar in what they pick to decide to focus as rollout, right? Well, we've seen so. we've seen the same thing with Microsoft, right? 
where like remember groups mm -hmm. i'm still like i really liked groups i think it's a great idea but i haven't seen it again Anywhere, yeah since we we're seeing the new android stuff mm -hmm. um and that's supposed to come out i mean they could pull it at the last minute like they did groups i don't know i i wonder if this will be a way to crowdsource crowdsource ideas ahead of time to figure out what they actually want to push forward and what they don't. And you always have that interesting point of view where what happens if a lot of the beta testers really like it, but then the mass majority really doesn't like something mm -hmm. and how do you pull that back or do you just keep it? I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how well this works and how much the feedback of these users and the early adopter crowd transitions into the mainstream interesting to see uh microsoft is releasing windows defender extensions for your chrome and firefox i imagine this is pc only because the add-on will still use edge to open untrusted urls <laughs> so. but it's weird because edge is going to move to chrome right exactly <laughs> <laughs> so but it, they, there's um, a sandboxing feature that apparently they can do uh, with with Edge, with Defender for untrusted sites and things, so that's that's what that's what it's offering in the extension for your other other uh, browser uh, platforms, I guess. So uh, again, Microsoft kind of stretching out in interesting ways. And are you ever thinking you're going to see a Microsoft extension for Chrome? Never. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm waiting. I mean, I don't think we're too far off till Edge comes back to Mac OS. Yeah really feels like it doesn't it yeah so i'm guessing we'll see that before the end of the year but anything else in here you guys want to touch time. on before we head out of here for the day i think you hit them all i think we hit them all hit them high <laughs> well one one personal thing for me the wife finally got rid of her iphone 6 and what? went and went to the sx or Whoa. xs sorry she went 256 so she went from a 16 gig iphone six jeez to uh 256 is she editing movies X on that thing S. yet no not yet but i have to say i am very very happy to s her transition to that device mm -hmm. has gone very well and i have to say i we have talked about it on the show before mm -hmm. i was more than nervous about her losing that home button mm-hmm but she, uh, she's she yeah, she's made it through it, you know, and she likes the phone. She loves the new camera, and mm -hmm. yeah, you know, it it's a good thing. What's interesting too, and I, I'm sure I take it for granted as a yearly upgrader. But can you imagine? I mean, you're usually every other, maybe every third year. Uh, I'm every other currently. Yeah. Could you imagine going like every four? Four. <laughs> Like the, the change, I couldn't, I couldn't just for like my adoption rate, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I'm pushing the limit on things, you know, as much as possible. So, so it had to be like night and day for her. Oh, it's complete. Well, between completely. speed and just, I mean, it's bad enough that my phone is already faster than my iPad Pro. <laughs> so when I went to, I went, I I edited the majority of a uh, highlight reel for somebody um, lately on my iPad because I was on the road. So I just downloaded all the clips off of the iCloud. And uh, went ahead and, you know, threw them in there and just did, like, a rough cut of it. And then finished it off in Final Cut with all the special effects and everything. Right. right. Um, but it was like, hey, you know, does this look okay? We'll spruce it up. Right. 
um, you know, it's it's an easy rough drafter thing. And I, I'm actually have some business coming up on the road because I don't think I'm getting a new laptop in time. Um, where I want to shoot stuff on a professional camera, throw it on an iPad, and, and do that. But but no, it, it's um no, I couldn't imagine that at all. Like going from like a five S to like the eight or something, or or, yeah. or the well, X she or literally like yeah from the six yeah. to the XS, and now she can literally carry around her entire um iTunes library, mm. so well, she what, is very happy. Well, that's what got me. Krauss called me. I don't remember if we talked about it on the show. Krauss called me and was like. I'm trying to clear off space on this device (laughs) and there's like six gig of unknown stuff. Yeah. What What would you do? I said, that was a problem like four OS's ago. (laughs) You had to back it up and restore it Mm -hmm. to get rid of that weird unknown use space. He's like, she won't let me do it. I'm like, wait a minute. What are we talking about here? How much space does because I just need to get her four hundred meg? Yeah, I needed to, get to do her the OS upgrade. I'm like, we and what do you do? We we take her photos off here all the time and just back them up to Google Photos. Yeah, make they constantly dump the the photo library. I'm like, you what? Yeah, because that was the only thing we could. She had a 16 gig phone. You know, I'm like, I have what half of that was probably OS on its own. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't deleted a photo out of my photo library in in eons because I have a 256 gig device. He's like, well, what would you do? I'm like, go to the store and buy a new phone. And that's, that's what, what we wound up do. doing. Yeah. Basically, basically that's the answer. Did you do encrypted backup so that you she didn't have to redo all of her passwords? Nope. 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 We did we did it right there at the store. Oh, so she had to retype in all of her passwords? No, um, I think she had to type three passwords. Okay. Because that's yeah. the biggest problem we have at our house is like, I haven't typed my Facebook password in two years. What is my Facebook password? Oh, no. Well, don't forget, <coughs> Jamie's not the biggest. You know, Facebook's pretty much it. Oh, we had to call the one time we had to call Google to get the Gmail password reset. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like calling Jeez. someone in like the Philippines. Good luck. It works. It, the, their, yeah. their support was super helpful. That's good. That's good. <coughs> well, guys, you know who else is super helpful? Our good friends, Alex Cars at alexcars.media, K-A-H-R-S. He's, uh, <laughs> he's solving the uh, problem of uh, design and media from branding, uh, uh, digital projects, Alex and do logos, merchandise, websites, and even photo and video projects. Check them out at alexandercars.com, alexcars.media. He's got a lot of great stuff going on there. Done some projects for us here around Sorgatron Media, Psychic Media Services as well. He's on the West Coast, but hey, the internet means we're all together now, doesn't it? So go check him out at alexcars.media. And thank you, uh, Alex, for supporting the show here. Uh, so, uh, with that, Hey, we got a lot of stuff going on. Of course, Pittsburgh current will be here Tuesday or Thursday morning. I believe Dave Bracey, uh, will be joining us with drinking partners on that show. Uh, and their uh, beer fest coming up. Going to be talking about that. Uh, so check out Pittsburgh current Thursday morning, 10 AM. And, uh, we just recorded some new stuff for, uh, indie mayhem show. Uh, we had an Emmy in here earlier today. Uh, Emmy award winning, uh, a video editor who's a professional wrestler. Jordan Styles will be on the Indie Mayhem show later this week. 
I believe new episodes of Bardic Mystery Tour went up yesterday as well. Is that right, Producer Missy? Uh, what, what else is uh, fresh on the network? Fresh on the network? Um, Bardic Mystery Tour. Uh, like I said, they just went up there, and they're new to the... Uh, words not working, need more caffeine. They're new to uh, the network. Dun- that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Dungeons, great um, Dungeons and Dun- uh, Dungeons. And Dungeons. Yes, Dungeons and Dungeons Dragons and podcast. Dragons podcast. Um, we also have a new Thrifty. That new came thrifty? out uh, nice. yesterday. So, yeah, so some new fun content. Fishing Without Bait, I think we have a new one with yep. Sheena Carroll and I don't recall his name, the other uh, musician that was with her. Steve. Steve. His name was Steve. His name was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got his name in the description, Steve. though. Uh, but, no, yeah, great. Uh, we had some live music that we recorded last week with them, and that's included in the episode. Uh, first of three episodes we're going to have with them uh, for that as well. So a lot of great stuff going on here. Crazy Krause. Yes, on sir. Twitter, all K's. Yep, Crazy Krause on Twitter, Ron Krause Facebook. Crazy Krause and Chilla are your Twitter support team, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any Android issues or anything like that, I only have multiple Google Homes. I, 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 I was going to ask you questions about what to do with my multiple Google Homes here, Chilla. You need you need all kinds of like fun lights and stuff. Yeah, that might need to happen. I need I need the curtains. I need I need the curtains. Say, uh, sun suns up, showtime. Blackout curtains go in. IKEA is supposed to be coming out with those. Yeah, yeah. And they don't look. They they're not like the the multi thousand dollar embed the the uh, blinds inside, inside the two the, the pieces of, of glass. glass. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. is like a this is like a on a um, chain type. Well, that's what we need to do. Blinds. <laughs> Roller blind kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, in the chat room. I know, hey, John Providence that's been, was on the show a couple weeks ago. He was in the chat room hanging out. Our friend Dave Potter with the Tiny Shutter Podcast, Alexander Cars, and so many more popping down throughout the evening. Thanks, you guys, for joining us on our Tuesday night tradition here. We'll be back again next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Facebook Lives. And thank you, everybody. You have been our awesome audience. Thank you, Producer Missy. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.